You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, December 10th. This is Arieh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. With a little over a day left before the Knesset automatically dissolves itself and the state heads to a third election, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has agreed to hold a primary for Likud party leadership. His rival, Gidon Saar, welcomed the announcement, vowing to win and lead the Likud to victory in any upcoming elections. In a meeting with some 25 ministers and parliamentarians of the Israel Allies Foundation today, Saar added that he would invite all Zionist parties to form a coalition with him. He also said that if he did not win the party leadership, he would accept it and remain in the Likud. A survey by Khan found that if M.K. Gidon Saar became head of the Likud in place of Benjamin Netanyahu, the right-wing ultra-Orthodox bloc would grow to 57 mandates in an election. The survey also found that the Likud, headed by Saar, would receive 32 mandates, two less than if the party were headed by Netanyahu. The Malka Leifer case. There was confusion this morning over the case of Malka Leifer that Australia once extradited to stand trial on 74 counts of child sexual abuse. A hearing on whether she was psychologically fit to stand trial at the Jerusalem District Court was unexpectedly delayed after the Northern District Chief Psychiatrist, Amir Ben-Afraim, said his panel needed more time to examine whether Leifer had been feigning mental illness in order to avoid extradition. Judge Hanna Lump gave them until January 10th to hand down their recommendation and set a new hearing date, the 63rd, since Leifer was first arrested in 2014, for January 14th. Australia's Attorney General Christian Porter told Khan that Israel's handling of the extradition request was far from ideal and that it is causing very significant frustration. Porter will arrive in Israel tomorrow for a two-day scheduled visit, and the Leifer case is expected to be a main topic in his discussions here. The case has not only caused strains in Israel's relations with Australia, but has also led to police recommending that Deputy Health Minister Yaakov Litzman be indicted for fraud and breach of trust for allegedly pressuring officials to prevent Leifer from being extradited. Jerusalem Mayor Moshe Leon has approved the building plan for the new U.S. Embassy compound in the capital city. This happened in a meeting yesterday with officials of the United States State Department and with local embassy staff regarding the process of setting up the permanent U.S. Embassy in the capital. A final decision on the location will be made in the next few months. A Palestinian uh, real estate company has claimed that Jewish settlers are preventing his company from doing infrastructure work on privately owned land near the West Bank village of Tomas Aya. The land is reportedly adjacent to the settlements of Amichai and Amiad. In a petition to the High Court of Justice, the company, Union Construction and Investments, has demanded that the IDF provide security for its building crews. Settler leader Amishav Melet said that the work was intended to build a new Palestinian town which would stifle Jewish settlement in the Shiloh district. He called on Defense Minister Naftali Bennett not to allow this to progress. The High Court has asked the state to submit its position by the end of next week. The Genesis Prize Foundation announced today that the winner of its $1 million 2020 prize is to former Soviet dissident Natan Sharansky. The award recognized his lifelong struggle for human rights, political freedom, and his service to the state of Israel. Isaac Herzog, who succeeded Sharansky as the head of the Jewish Agency, 
and head of the prize selection committee, called Sharansky an outstanding human being. A member of Prime Minister Netanyahu's security detail was shot Monday night and lightly wounded in the hand, apparently by a misfire accident. The guard was treated for minor injuries at the Hillel Yaffe Hospital in Hadera. A spokesman for the Prime Minister confirmed that the incident took place at Netanyahu's residence in Caesarea and that the Prime Minister and his family were not present at the time. The circumstances of the event are being investigated. In this announcement, the IDF will carry out a military, a large military exercise in the Haifa and Shoham areas that will last until Wednesday evening. The IDF says that it involves numerous vehicles and that explosions may be heard. Taking a look at the weather and local rain is expected this afternoon from the north to the northern Negev and temperatures will be cooler than average. The rain is forecasted to taper off by this evening and it'll be partly cloudy and warmer tomorrow. Maximum temperature is forecast for the main regions, Jerusalem 13, Tel Aviv and Beersheba 19, Haifa 17, and the Nilat going up to 25 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Kanreka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.